Man, I had so many people contact me about last week about everything God is doing in their life and through the vision we have here. This is who we are. We've been entrusted. Say entrusted. entrusted. Say it louder. Say entrusted. entrusted. Say it one more time. Say entrusted. entrusted. We've also been empowered. We have been empowered with kingdom keys to unlock doors and access the kingdom of God. I want to just read a, a quick portion. I love this story. I'm not going to go into it with full detail. Judges chapter 12, verse 5 and 6. And this is an amazing story. But I'm not going to go into it with great detail. The Gileadites seized the fords of the Jordan before the Ephraimites arrived. And when the Ephraimites who escaped said, let me cross over, the men of Gilead would say to him, are you an Ephraimite? And he would say, no. Then they would say to him, then say, Shibboleth. And he would say, Sibboleth, for he could not pronounce it right. Then they would take him and kill him at the fords of the Jordan. There fell that time 42,000 Ephraimites. So the, people, the men of Gilead and the men of Ephraim had a conflict. And the men of Gilead seized the place where it was easiest to walk across the Jordan, to cross the Jordan. And as the Ephraimites would come, they couldn't distinguish between them. So they would say, are you an Ephraimite? And they would say, no. And they'd say, well, then say Shibboleth. And they couldn't pronounce the H. So they would say Sibboleth. And if they didn't pronounce it, they'd say, well, you're, you're the enemy, so we're going to kill you. So I want you to understand something here. We have keys. We have keys. We have keys. We have the password. So they would essentially ask them a password. And they couldn't say it because they could not pronounce the H. We have a lot of churches in the world we live in that don't use the H word much anymore. They don't talk about the Holy Spirit. They don't talk about holiness. And they don't talk about hell. But we will always be a church that knows how to say the letter H. We can't do it without the power of the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. We are a Pentecostal Holy Ghost church. The Holy Ghost isn't in the back room just waiting to have a prayer meeting. He's here right now guiding and directing the service. I know the password. It is the Holy Ghost with power. It is the Holy Ghost with power. We're also going to preach on holiness. I know no one does that anymore. Be ye holy as he is holy. Live a holy life. Nobody says that anymore. Most people just say, live the way, whatever you want to live. That, that's, not, that's not biblical. Live a holy life, pleasing to God. Don't cause your brother or sister to stumble. Live a holy life. Live a holy life. Let me preach. I'm on someone's front door. Let me knock on the front door here. Live holy. Doesn't matter how you come to Jesus. Because we all come broken. We all come messed up. But how I many know once he changes our lives, once he begins to change things, once he enters your heart, something occurs. You don't want to live the old way. We love because he first loved us. It is the love of Christ 
It is the love of Christ that compels us. He reached down in our darkest hour and pulled us from that miry clay and set our feet upon the rock of salvation. I'm here to tell you, I want to live a holy life to please him. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. I'm going to say it again. I want to be like Jesus. And what the other H word you don't hear much of, hell. There's a lot of churches that won't even preach about hell. Hell is a real place. I'm going to say it again. Hell's a real place. You will spend eternity in one of two places, heaven or hell. That's a fact. Narrow is the gate. Narrow is the gate to heaven. Narrow. The only way is through Jesus. I'm going to say it again. You don't hear this preached anymore, so let me preach it to some youngsters here. They will tell you, Oprah will tell you, there's a million ways to heaven. That's a lie. Oprah is, is not telling you the truth. I'm here to tell you, Jesus is the only way to heaven. He's the only way to heaven. He paved the way. His blood paved the way so that me and my family could spend eternity with him in paradise. We don't preach a weak gospel. We preach the only gospel that has power and authority. There is only one way to heaven, and it's through Jesus, the Son of God. I'm tired of lukewarm watered down messages from backslidden preachers that can't know which way is heaven anymore i'm here to tell you that we need to get back to preaching there is a heaven and there is a hell and we need to preach it in the name of jesus hell is the place where the worm never dies the gnashing of teeth where your soul will be in utter torment for eternity i'm here to tell you we will preach the truth. Well, it may offend people. The gospel message is offensive. It's offensive. It's not a warm, fuzzy message to everybody. The gospel is the cornerstone to some and a stumbling block to others. But it is on the rock of Jesus that we build our lives. And it's only through the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood still has power. The blood still heals. The blood still saves. The blood still delivers. The blood still protects. I'm here to tell you, Jesus is not dead. He is alive and he is alive forevermore. I'm saved by the blood. Well, that says old time religion. No, no, man. No, sir. It's the Bible. And as far as I know, the Bible, as far as I know, it's still the number one selling book in all of the world. As far as, it's absolutely 100% true from Genesis to Revelation. 
It is on this word that we as followers of Jesus Christ build our lives. We don't build it on our own understanding. We don't build it on coincidence or chance or happenstance. We build it on the precious word of Jesus Christ that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We build our lives on the word of God not on the opinions of others, not on the circumstances that surround us. We build on the precious cornerstone, which is Jesus Christ in him, in him alone. Come on. I'm trying to fire you up to get a backbone to stand up at your workplace. Why well, may get fired? God will protect you. When you're serving Jesus, God will protect you. And if you get fired, you're getting a better job anyways. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen them begging for bread. Come on. If you're worried about your job here on planet Earth that you're going to work at for three days, three years, six days, and two hours, you're missing eternity. Jobs come and jobs go, but the word lasts forever. Eternity is forever. Stop worrying about the trivial things of this world and start fixing your eyes on the author and perfecter of our faith, who is Jesus Christ. We got the password. I could preach this all day. We have the password. I'm here to tell you, we know the secret that the world needs. It needs the Holy Ghost with power. It needs holiness. And it needs to preach heaven and hell. And it needs to bring back the word of God into our schools. Let me say this again. We need the word of God back in our schools. We need prayer back in our schools. We need the word of God back in the government. We need prayer back in the government. I look at the world, it is absent. I look at the United States of America, it's absent of the Word of God. It's leaning on its own understanding. I'm here to tell you, you get in trouble when you lean on your own understanding. I'm going to say again, you get in trouble. I, I, want, I want to just, let me, this is who we are. We know the secret, we have the key. We are unrelenting. We are unrelenting on our resolve to push through anything and everything for the presence of Almighty God to transform us, our families, our church, our city, and our world. Mark chapter 5. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. Go back. Now a certain woman. This could be anybody that has a problem. A certain, per, a certain woman, that could be me, you, any of us. She had a problem. Flow of blood for 12 years. The woman with the issue of blood, the Bible calls her. Verse 26. And had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better but rather grew worse. Go back there one more time. Let me just, I don't know about you, but maybe there's some people here today 
you've seen doctor after doctor after doctor you've been to place after place after place but your situation hasn't changed actually to some people maybe it's gotten worse but here's some great news verse 27 when she heard about Jesus whew, that don't make you shout she had some problems the problems got worse then the Bible says when she heard about Jesus that would be a good title of a message when she heard about Jesus when she heard about Jesus let me put myself in that situation Brian wasn't doing so good actually things got worse but when he heard about Jesus let me put Rob in that situation things weren't going good for Rob it actually got worse but when Rob heard about Jesus she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment for she said if I only may touch his clothes I shall be made well immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him turned around the crowd and said who touched my clothes but his disciples said to him you see the multitude thronging you and you say who touched me and he looked around to see her who had done this thing but the woman fearing and trembling knowing what had happened to her came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth and he said to her daughter your faith has made you well go in peace and be healed of your affliction go to Matthew real quick Matthew 9 says this and suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind him and touched the hem of his garment for she said to herself if I only may touch his garment I shall be made well stay there go back for she said to herself this leaped out on me yesterday see a lot of times you start listening to a whole bunch of other people you're listening to grandma I love grandma listen to mom listen to aunt so-so uncle hoo-hoo aunt pookie we actually have an aunt pookie now these aunts called pookie so we don't listen to Aunt Pookie, I tell her. We say it all the time in my house. We don't listen to Aunt Pookie. We listen to Jesus. But it's amazing. She did something phenomenal here. She said to herself. She talked to herself. You missed it. She talked to herself. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. Let me say it again. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. 
if I just touch the hem of his garment, if I just touch the hem of his garment, if I just touch his clothes, if I just touch his clothes, See, I'm not going to listen to Aunt Pookie. I'm not going to listen to Uncle So-and-So. I'm not going to listen to people at my work. I, I got to talk to myself because they're not talking faith. Let me talk some faith. I got to talk to myself here. I know, man, I got some problems. I'm not denying the facts, but I, there's a solution. There, there, there's a greater truth. There's a solution, and his name is Jesus, and I just got to get to Jesus. And if I get to Jesus, if I get to Jesus, if I get to Jesus, I, I don't even got to talk to him. If I just touch the clothes, if I just touch the hem. Stop listening to everybody else. Start listening to Jesus. And start talking to yourself. Start talking faith. Start talking, I'm the head, not the tail, above, not beneath. I'm a child of God, I belong to a royal priesthood. I'm an heir to the kingdom of heaven. Start talking to yourself. Come here, Rob, bring, you got some guys we can bring up, I wanna show you this. Come on, let's see, oh, this is a crew. So, I'm gonna make Pastor Rob Jesus, so. Put him here. Guys, I want you to kind of build a blockade like you're a crowd. Rob's Jesus here. AJ, let me just say this. AJ is a man. But for this demonstration, he will be the woman with the issue of blood. Tell your neighbor, we're not preaching nothing weird here. He's a man. Come on, somebody. <laughs> All right. So, see, in a crowd, there's a crowd. See, everybody cares way too much about what you look like. See, you care what sometimes the Pharisees and the religious people you care too much about what you look like with them. But to get to Jesus, it doesn't matter the position you start in. All it matters is you just get to the hem of his garments. See, sometimes to get through a crowd, you got to get on your hands and knees. See, it's not easy to get through a crowd. Sometimes you got to crawl. Come on, AJ, start crawling. Sometimes you got to move people out of the way. Sometimes you got to push them through. Sometimes, hey, it ain't easy getting through a crowd. Sometimes you got to crawl on your stomach. You got to get on your hands and knees. Sometimes you got to bump some people. Sometimes you got to move some people. Come here, guys. Come back up here. AJ, hold my mic. Rob, get back up there. I'm going to show you how to crawl. Dude, I, I'll, I'll bust through this line. Come on, somebody. Sometimes we care so much about what, Je about what the people say, we just stand here with the crowd. We stand with what everyone's saying in the world. The world says do this, yeah, we'll just stand with them. Stand with the crowd. I choose not to stand with the crowd. Yeah. Now, I might look more professional standing with the crowd. 
but I'd rather look like a fool crawling to Jesus. I'd rather look like a fool crawling to Jesus than standing with some Pharisees. Come on, Pastor. you have been standing too long some of you have been standing with the crowd too long and God wants you to get on your hands and knees and crawl to him if you got to because there's breakthrough in crawling to him there's breakthrough in pressing through the crowd stop standing with people that don't care one inch about you and get to him if you gotta crawl if you gotta move people if you gotta slide if you gotta dip move maneuver whatever you gotta do get to Jesus come on let's give these guys a big hand Everybody stand. That's who we are. This is our identity. We've been entrusted with a message. We've been empowered by the Holy Ghost, by the lifestyle God has created for us. But we are unrelenting. I don't care what the world says about us. I care what Jesus says. And I might look funny crawling, but I'm going to touch his garments. I'm going to get to Jesus. My life will be changed. My family will be changed. My city will be changed. My nation will be changed. Honduras shall be saved. El Salvador shall be saved. This woman's a hero. But she probably crawled to get through that crowd. She probably pushed people out of the way. She probably didn't look real pretty doing it. I'm here to tell you somebody, stop trying to look pretty worshiping God. Come on. Start trying, stop trying to look like you got it all together. Jesus don't care if you got it all together. And if we're honest, most of us, 99.999% of us don't got it all together. Come on. Let me course correct that one a little bit. I'll say 100% of us don't got it all together. But we don't care what we look like as long as we get to him. I want to get to him. I want to get to Jesus. I just want to touch the hem of his garment. Because everything will be changed. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Right now, if you need 
to be saved. You need salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day. Heaven is real. Hell is real. You will spend eternity in one of those two places. Jesus is the only way to heaven. There's not two ways. There's not six ways. There's not 600 ways. There's not 5,000 ways like the world would let you believe. Or a million ways. There is only one way to heaven. And that is through Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And through his sacrifice on the cross. If you're not 100% sure today that you will spend eternity in heaven. When I count to three, lift your hands. Put your hope and faith and belief in Jesus. And I can say with all assurance... You will spend eternity in heaven if you surrender your life to Jesus. One, I declare the Holy Spirit is moving in this place, convicting hearts right now. Two, I break every chain of the devil over your life. Anything hindering, hindering you right now from walking with Jesus. This is your moment. If you need to rededicate your life to Jesus, be saved for the very first time. Be absolutely 100% sure that you're going to spend eternity in heaven. Lift your hand right now. So that's me. Three. Hands going up all over. Lift them high. Lift them high. Say, I want to be 100% sure. sure. Repeat after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and live. I repent. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you shed your blood for me. I believe you rose three days later with all power and authority. I surrender to you, Jesus. Amen. Come on, let's give all those wonderful people. every hand lifted you have been entrusted with a message you have been empowered and I declare you will be unrelenting this is how you will see breakthrough in your life I want to pray a prayer over you and your family right now that you will not you will never stop chasing after Jesus there is breakthrough when you won't stop chasing after Jesus that your fire will not dim but it will only grow brighter that you will not grow weary in doing good but in due season you will reap a harvest every hand lifted I impart to you today a zeal a zeal not just for a year not just for two years not just for three years but for decades that you will run after Jesus that you will push through the crowd that you will crawl if you have to that you will get on your belly and maneuver whatever you got to do 
to run after Jesus, you will do. If it's giving this up, if it's fasting, if it's more prayer, more worship, whatever you need to do, that you will run after Jesus. And you won't stop running after Jesus. I impart fresh passion, fresh zeal, fresh fire today for the things of God. And as we come into this corporate fast, I pray that you're challenged to go deeper in God. In Jesus' name, everyone said, come on, let's give Jesus a shout of praise. I want the worship team to come back. Come on, give them another shout of praise. How many love Jesus here today? One more time. How many love Jesus? One more time. I just love him too much. I got to say it again. How many love Jesus? I want our pastors to come up here. I know some are going to be in the lobby, but I want some people to come up here, our pastors, to pray with people. And if you need prayer, we're going to open up these altars. We want to pray with you. I know some of our pastors will be in the lobby, but I believe today is a day of breakthrough. I believe God is doing something very special in people's lives here. God's moving in our church. It's amazing to see what God's doing. This whole month, we're going to be talking about the vision, how, how much you are a part of that, how much our church is just expanding in what God is doing. But how many say today, I'm going to be unrelenting. I'm going to chase after Jesus all the days of my life. Come on. Come on, give him a shout of praise. Pastor Rob, come up here. Why don't you close out the service? Hallelujah. Come on, would you just bow your heads one more time. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for every life that was given to you this morning god we celebrate with all of heaven god but as pastor declared today is a day of breakthrough today is a day of deliverance and so lord today in a moment when we open up these altars god i pray that they would be flooded with people of faith that take these steps like this woman in the scripture that we learned to just push through the crowd and not worry about what people think but get to the hem of the garment of jesus and find immediate power released to their life from the Holy Ghost. So Lord, we love you and we're grateful for you and we honor your name and we lift up the only name that still breaks chains. It's Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We love you. The altars are open. Our pastors will be here. We love you. Remember, midweek is this week. Growth track is right over there. We love you. But worship team, would you just bring us back into a time of worship?